and I must keep running, running, and 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 running, All right, and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 29 for 29. the week of November 7th, 2018. We're in November, and we have a bunch of books. We're going to start pretty quickly here. I'll just mention real quick that if you want to talk to us on Twitter, we're at WS Marvel Comics, and that's all you need to know. And you can go, <laughs> actually, you could go, and if you're listening and you, you want to rate and review us on anywhere, you get iTunes, Stitcher, wherever, Google Play. All that nonsense. Yeah, you can, you can rate and review us, and we would like that. But we have a bunch of books tonight, and we're going to start right off with Doctor Strange number seven, written by Mark Wade, art by Javier Pena. And my blurb is, why is that every time I start reading a new issue of Doctor Strange, why can't I remember the last issue? <laughs> I but oh yeah, because I could care less what happens in this book. And this issue continues showing me that Mark Wade is more concerned with kickstarting money and fighting in this <laughs> comic skate nonsense than writing a good book. And the only thing that has me remotely interested going forward is the cliffhanger here, uh, which is pretty big. I don't know even how interested I am in that. Aren't either. you? Do, yeah, do you just thing. think he'll mess it up? But I, I have no side in this comic gate bullshit. And so if you're like, oh, man, Jim, you're, you're an asshole. You're this guy or that guy. It's not the truth. And I just curse and I don't care because I get angry at the, this nonsense. They're both a bunch of jerks. How about yeah, that? that's it. The both sides <laughs> pretty, are jerks. Pretty low, Jim. Pretty, pretty low, low, indeed. So <laughs> I don't I don't have a side uh, I just I don't like either because he's so. round. Yeah, instead just wanting <laughs> I just want good books, and this isn't a good book. And and it's just if you don't also I forgot all about what was going on. Now you do have your have little blurb at the beginning. After you said that I'm like you know what I don't remember either. Let me go back yeah. and just flick through the previous one. I'm not reading it. I'll just flick through it yeah. to, to jar my memory. <laughs> yeah, and basically all you do only need to know that Casey. It has, uh, is here impersonating Doctor Strange in a way Still, that she yeah. thinks that is the good Doctor Strange. Like, this is what you're supposed to be. And Casey ended up out of nowhere. We find out, uh, last issue that she ended up being in a demon realm and Doctor Strange did not By save her. And, yeah. And yeah. in a very closely kind of thing of a Jason Todd. Coming back at DC after he getting killed by the Joker. Forgot about yeah, he forgot her. about her. It's like like Jason Todd came back. Why didn't you save me? And then became a bad guy. This yeah, we Casey, went through that whole memory nonsense. Well, that's last why. Dish, and yeah. that's the whole yeah. deal. Is Doctor Strange didn't save her because in order to fight this demon that he was fighting he had to be 100% on point and to be on point he he was convinced he had to forget about Casey for a minute. So he took that memory out handed it over and started fighting and then at the end never got the memory back so it really isn't you know dr strange's fault what happened it yeah, still doesn't interest me yeah yeah oh went to his, his wife <laughs> it's all over and that's the thing is 
it, it's an interesting concept. The problem is now, I think it's gone on too long because you have Casey going through all this and basically she's going around. And also, it kind of throws people off. If you just jumped on here, where you have Dr. Strange go to Dr. Strange, Casey, don't, Casey, Casey, and then actually later uses the she pronoun. Like, she's doing this. I'm like, what is going on here? And then yeah, I remember, oh, confusing. I remember, yeah. yeah. So, I, I but, definitely think that aspect will come better, come, come over better in trade. It, it will, be, if you go right the, from the, one to the other. Yes, yeah. I, I do think that yes, this story. Now we started off, Doctor well, Strange. Well, the second with, set, the second trade, because that well, first trade is just a collection of randomness. And basically. I was going to say this whole deal is maybe what Aaron's saying might be the case with the first trade too, just because it kind of. But I don't know that Doctor Strange in space. Really, to me, the only thing that you end up with that is kind of is here with them. Other than that, that was nonsense. It was she just nonsense. She fills you in on everything. Yeah. I, and he also has this forge he's built some sometime in between fighting Casey the entire time he's yeah. been home. I don't I don't know when that all happened. Yeah, and and with that, he gets word that Casey's going around as as Doctor Strange and grabbing a lot of artifacts. Uh, Kana realizes, oh my God, the things that I've recognized, some of these names of these things, I'm going to go. Then you get more of her backstory, which is odd this late in the game. And we kind of yeah, knew it weird. anyway. The only thing that we kind of know more now is she's kind of against her homeworld government and her father turned it's in her dump. mother. And yeah, you know what I mean? So dad's a dump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the big thing that I learned. But even so, she ends up going to the forge. Remember, she's like a, a technomancer type deal where she can uh, make weapons and things like that. And while you're doing this, it basically is just, you know, a backstory of her. Uh, it shows, too, the big thing that her mom liked to do, make drones. I mean, that's what it, you, you see there. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, I'm like, here we go with drones. Uh, uh, but yeah, with that, they're going around. He's trying to find American drones. He's trying to find uh, Casey, and finally, uh, it seems in my mind that Doctor Strange actually acts smart in his own book, where he thinks ahead, goes to where he thinks Casey's going to go next, kind of impersonates the deal, and kind of has a thing. But it's actually more dr- at the end is a big deal as they fight. But still, it's it's crazy because he goes, he impersonates the whole deal with this lady and things like that because he just wants to talk to Casey and he wants to say, and that this is the other thing is we know what happened with with Casey and how he forgot. And now it's just Doctor Strange trying to beg to be able to tell his story. Yeah. And yeah, at the end, uh, Baron Mordo comes in at the very end uh, with the, because she keeps saying I'm the price, you know, I'm the price that you pay, I'm the whatever. And Doctor Strange realizes somebody is controlling her and he says, who is it? Who's controlling you? Uh, you know, I'll help you to get this control out. And it's the Baron at the end. He comes out of the thing and the, the, there it is. And the people Baron love Mordo. Doctor Strange and love Baramoro, there he is. But really, yeah, it's it's not great in my mind. It's not. There's nothing I can grip, and I know that the next issue, I'm not going to know what went on because I really am not invested in anything happening. It's a lot of just names being thrown around of these artifacts. It's Casey going around grabbing things, and then we're told, oh, you know what? That's some important things. And Doctor Strange, okay, well, you know, Kenna, you better make something for me. And they, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't like it. What about you, Aaron? 
Well, there are a few aspects that got glossed over that I want to point out. This beginning part scene in Atlantis where uh, Casey is trying to get this amulet from this old timer. I I think this might be the reason why Namor was so pissed off in Avengers. Yeah, I don't Um, even think they're ever even going to. I I don't think that deep into this book. Yeah, I I don't don't either. That's the problem have ever you know other than the infinity war tie that's that's just that's just going going with my mind yeah uh i i I like that aspect of it the the battle under the sea is is a little crazy because i mean she just gets an an amulet that shoots fire fire. water and the fire can't be extinguished without the amulet back yeah and you know dr strange ends up just hooking that with the sword and getting it um but yeah, then I, it, the 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 next at, it jumped to the next aspect where uh was it Kina or whatever yeah, her Kana, name yeah is? she's there uh, uh, she, she's she's basically trying to find how uh sh- the girl Casey got free yeah, yeah. from the uh demons clutches basically and then there was a uh, yeah the the guy that did it was Baron Mordru yeah yeah um. I, I I do get a little upset about the whole collection of uh amulets and all this war stuff because we did just it's kind of already another rehashing of yeah. Doctor Strange getting his magic taken away yeah. and now someone else is collecting stuff just like he was previously. So yeah, I, I'm telling you the thing with Atlantis, I I don't trust Mark Wade more than I can throw him. But the thing that I do think that that did show, and I think it showed very well, that Casey is grabbing these things. She has no idea what she's getting and and how to use them. She's she's grabbing a lot of things and then ending up using. You know, she ends up using that uh, amulet and has no idea what's going to yeah. go. And I, I think that that's an important thing that we're going to see. But yeah, I it's a weird thing to have now. A lot of these books have been delayed and things have been put, whatever. I would have thought that if it was what we saw uh, with Namor, he would have more spelled it out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. man, you're the guy who did this because you, where's your other guy? It just, it just, uh, but it, it does tie in. If you want to try to make it tie, it, it does work it, because you it, see, it does work. you I see mean, Atlantis yeah. fine and dandy. Everything I, looks I, great. I, I remembered, I remembered us being like, what happened to Atlantis before? Yeah. And they seem to mention something, yeah, and just, then something I else wish, also yeah, happened. I wish that if that was the case, so, I wish they would have really pointed that out. I wish Namor yeah, so, would have been so there. Would I. Yeah, so they, it but, may be. The art seemed a little off. Yeah. But, except in the battle scenes, they seemed more flushed out. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy that there was a couple battle scenes. I, I'm still... You know, I'm not a huge reader of Doctor Strange, so the Baron Mordo reveal yeah. is like, well, you know, it's Baron Mordo. I'm telling great. you, I, I read I, the yeah. first time I get to read about Baron Mordo in yeah. a comic. So I, I read the first. About that, I read the first I really bunch. I read the first bunch of, uh, you know, way back in the day deal, and he was in there a bunch of times. So it kind of was like, eh, you know, that's pretty cool. But uh, I don't know. It just, yeah. By the end, I just again, I'm like, I really don't. I don't care about casey i don't care about can i don't care about anybody yeah, I know, in this I book know i really casey at all. yeah know, yeah i do the like do- the look of casey i like the young i like her young dr strange look like a kind of a a sexier version in my mind no gray hair or anything that's like it's dr strange in heaven as sexy as self yeah, uh, but that's what threw me off when i was reading it i'm like oh yeah you know there's a um, 
What? She? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Even the name Casey. You can go, you know, I'm thinking yeah, Casey Affleck. So I, Casey I, com- Jones. I completely forgot that it, it was a girl. And that, then by that the end, might be one of the biggest problems with this book is you don't care about the side characters. No, I really don't. I, I, can't, I can't find myself caring about the side characters, nope. characters either. I, and, I don't think yeah. it's Kina or whatever. Yeah, Dan, yeah. I can't even remember her damn I guess she like making she, eyes at Dr. Strange? Yeah, she seems oh, yeah, to be yeah, in love yeah, with him. She, she, was, she was basically fully established to be a possible love interest yeah, from the yeah. getting and, and in my with eyes. with that, it, I don't care about her, and it, it's a weird thing to say, but there's not really any chemistry going on yeah, in this yeah, book no. either, because I, when I, they were... For in... a second, I was like, oh, cool, she's going to be able to make some sweet weapons. Yeah, yeah. And they, she pulls out an axe? Yeah, an axe and that's like, dripping. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. that's not that maybe, cool. Maybe that's why Doctor Strange is like, well, I'm going to check and get yeah. out of here. It's like, oh, I'll be back. You don't need my help. <laughs> Keep trying. Oh, I better go find someone else. Made of elf Yeah, but <laughs> even with the... Yeah, really. Even with that, I didn't even like... Like, you have this idea where you're reading Doctor Strange, and then you have Kenna there, and he's like, you know, what you know usually people come to me they they want to know and they're like you know i'm like a mentor or whatever but you're an equal i'm like what we've seen i'm not getting that any of you are any good you know i'm really like you were stuck in space that whole space thing just jumped from one thing Nonsense. to the other so it never really got where you cared about canna mm. and now it's trapped everybody in I, a bubble There's i think that mark wade realizes that and so with this we get the backstory again even though yeah. this is a little more detailed but I didn't yes. care the first time. And yeah, now you I get it really now. And you're like, it's such a weird thing aspect. out of, yeah, and a weird thing out of nowhere to just throw it in again. And I, I'm, so, thinking, I'm thinking maybe his editors thought uh, people, people were going to be jumped on. Yeah, or yeah. forgot uh, that he wanted that. people like this book. And uh, that's what I think. I think that maybe they were like, well, you know, you, you have two doctors. You're not doing the crazy thing in space. I really think that the editors, if this is, you know, my theory of, well, not a ton of people are really talking about Doctor Strange, but it's not your fault, Mark. It's because you were in space. That's weird. Now you're back on Earth. Now you have to re-explain things. I'm like, no, no, this book stinks. It, it stinks. <laughs> and it, it, every time I read it, I could care less the minute I'm done. I get yeah, done I reading it. Yeah. I'm just like, this is just – you wasted my time. That's all Makes it is. you realize what a good job Donnie Cates yeah. and Jason Aaron did making you care about a character you don't usually care yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's yeah, the thing. Even De- Dennis Hopeless did a pretty yeah. good job and, and in with between that, those. Anybody here excited about Fresh Start or anything because they wanted to like Doctor Strange because <sighs> it was never on the top of my list. It was something <laughs> that I was hoping once we – I wanted to like every book, and this one from the get-go – it just it's it's not interesting. To well, me. I mean, it, it, it's the third rehashing thing going on yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the first rehashing was he lost his powers. Yes. The second rehashing is someone's chasing down mystical uh, baubles yeah, so yeah, they can yeah. u- use it for magic. And the the third rehashing, she's sitting there screaming, "I'm the price! I'm the price!" I'm the price, so, and then I mean, you get Baron He Mordo. hasn't been paying the price yeah. for his is dark. Yep, his is magic. So she's the price of and, his and dark really, magic. And really, the, the way you so, said I mean, it to me, it, it definitely is. They're they're giving you Canna's you know backstory because they're afraid people didn't know or care, and now they throw in Baron Mordo at the end as the fan service deal to try to get people excited but i see the reviews there's not many not a ton of people yeah. review it but they seem to like it but i don't i, I really don't i, I just i, I, I have the, lost interest the art, 
the art is pretty much driving their likes. Because yeah. I mean, the art has been pretty decent. This the colors issue, are I really good. Yeah, yeah, the art in this I, I issue was a little down. But it does Nothing have really good colors. Yeah, the, it pops yeah. some of the colors you have. You know, it's you know, whatever. But here's the thing. Like I said, it's not that I hate it. I just don't care about it because of that. I'm giving it a 5.5. I could go as high as a 6, but I really I could care less. So 5.5. What about you, Aaron? I'm going to go 6 just because I... It, I like to think that the uh, Atlantis part yeah, that you can answers tie that in. some questions I yeah. had for Avengers. It makes yeah. me like Avengers more. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I give I mean, it a, it, a five. You could think that's a special five if yeah, you want. Yeah. I really don't care. I no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm it a five. Telling you I that, like it about half the time I read it. I, we're, we're probably in next issue or so. It starts keeps going like this. We're going to be taking a vote on this one. And I this one might be off. Like I twice. thought we did too. It just <laughs> ends up being, a, it seems to me, like a big book. It He's one one of the yeah. Avengers. You have it's to, you know. Of, it's one of the fresh starts. Though. Yes. And he's an Avenger. He's I'd Dr. Strange. He's big. Again. He's big in the Marvel, you know, cinematic media. There's all these things of why this book, like a Black Panther, should really kick butt and we should keep right. talking Mark about Wayne's it. Distracted. He no. Know What's next, Brandon? We we have the end got, uh, of an event. That, that's of Inhumans number five, written by Donnie Cates. Art team of Ariel Olivetti, Jordi Belair, and VCs Clayton Cowles. Death of, Death of the Inhumans comes to a close here this month in a pretty decent fashion. While some people may not enjoy a thinning of the herd to such lengths, to those five people, I say get over it. The Inhumans are now more accessible than ever. And I might actually peek at the next number one as a result. Yeah, it, uh, it's agrees yeah, with me. It's funny because you had this whole deal at the beginning where they were picking off guys. The big guy Lockjaw obviously was was one of the fan favorites at the yeah. very beginning going down. And Donnie Cates kind of said, "Listen." You know, settle down, don't don't kill book, me. People. And it's funny, yeah. he was talking to the Inhumans fans, so he was tweeting to three people, basically. <laughs> yeah, you three people, said. settle down. I gave, I gave him more credit. <laughs> I said five. Settle down, you five Inhuman fans. You won't be that upset by the end. But the problem is, the people reading this book that aren't Inhuman fans, like moi and possibly two other people on this podcast, and if, you, if you're doing the math, that's all of us. Uh, I think that you kind of – I got upset by the end only because it's like, boy, that was a lackluster ending. Like really, we, we yeah, spent all five all issues. Way, yeah, we spent all yeah. five issues basically to thin the herd when all you needed to do – like and is it just me because I'm not a huge Inhumans fan. I have only been reading Marvel not all my life like an Eric Shea. But, you, you, know. you like Moon Girl. Yes, I do like, like Moon Girl. I love Gabby and X-23. But yeah, and I love Miss Marvel. But is it me? Is it just me that if you didn't have this death of Inhumans, death of the Inhumans, if you never had this book, the Inhumans book, you know, the Inhumans themselves kind of disappeared for a little. And then when they came back, you basically have the exact characters at the end, the royal family, no others, and just go with a book that anybody would have cried foul. That you could have had a book yeah, with no. the characters. The just of Maximus. Maximus yeah. is dead, Yeah, right? that basically that would be it. But you could even say, oh, Maximus is off doing something and had yeah. the, the royal family here off doing something, looking for something, whatever. This, no, this basically clear, clears the little floating Atlantean or yeah. whatever that name of that city is yeah, that's, that, been that's sitting yeah. in that's, New York Harbor. Yeah, that's it. This all this is that gets, all, well, that's actually just abandoned, so that's just going to become a slum. Yeah, for New York. Yeah. Apparently, 
Yeah, but really. There's I'm a, moving there's there a lot now. Of, there's a lot of issues with problems with this because I mean, if you're just coming in as an Inhumans fan, cold turkey like Jim is, pretty much, uh, you're gonna have no connection to any no. of the the collateral damage that happens in this book. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm actually a, a decent enough fan. Like yeah. I've read a few issues. You're one and of the five. It. I read the but, Black Bolt series. I, I still, I, I yeah. still have no connection to any of these these Inhumans that Black Bolt screams to no. death. No, and and I mean, with this, and it's not even a good splash page they give you. Splash to, page. They're to, all dressed up as Voxes now, so you don't even know, get even anything even big. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's not anything. There's nothing to tell you which. Inhuman here is yeah. dying, and yeah, uh, no, not like at all. Thirty inhumans. Yep, I mean, and, and <laughs> what, it, what if if you're a DC fan? Basically, but, to me, what this is, you have a Suicide Squad of about thirty people, and by the end, the brain bombs go off on twenty three of them, and you're left yeah. with seven, which are going to be Deadshot, Boomerang, Harley, Harley, you know, well, all that, the big ones. That's, that's, that's the, my other big problem. Just this one panel I'm staring at, and I got like three issues with it, yeah. where he's a just staring at all the foxes that are in humans uh, to shut them down because Crystal survives. Yep, Crystal he survives. He just kills all of them. Yeah, it, it's not and a then machine. They pop he out. Destroys. Yeah, nope. And then the 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 fourth the thing I mind. think. Yes, yeah, the hive mind. But still, the problem is uh, the main villain that is yep. the leader Vox. of the the Kree. Isn't and in the that Kree panel. King, no, he's not. <laughs> and, and yeah, they they seem to possibly just get away. I, they just, just go their separate ways. You just yeah. and this is I really to don't me think that much into it. <laughs> no, I, I'm not either. But the thing is, though, after all this, like, really, here's the other thing: is you got Beta Ray Bill. There was a big deal. They went to a planet to get him. Yeah, hey, Beta Ray Bill, we need you. We need you. He fights for pretty much one panel. Yeah. And, they, and like one and doesn't panel. look great doing it. No, he, he, he killed Maximus yeah. in the previous yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. That was one and swing. that's all he needed to do. And even in this, like the whole big thing, which me and Brandon even said, man, that's kind of a cool time because they said, oh, you know what, him and Lockjaw, uh, you know, oh, Lockjaw, I'm in. And then went back and and Donny Cates did uh, uh, that deal where he explained, hey. Lockjaw and Beta Ray Bill, they have a long history. They're just not ones to talk about. They haven't talked about it. At this age, hey, Lockjaw, how you doing, boy? Yeah, fine. <laughs> there you go. I mean, there wasn't even that. Even And and then the best part in my mind, because really nothing else happens. Basically, Black Bolt kind of gets up the nerve, says, listen, I apologize for you, you know leading everybody astray. Mm-hmm. I have one screen left. Turn the ship around. Let's go kick butt. We're going to do this. If we don't, we're dead anyway. So let's we're gonna go. We're going to do it as a family. Yeah, we're going to do it as a family. And where we find out the big to-do of the Kree, their plan is to make all of these Inhumans into Voxes, which Black Bolt realizes at one point, okay, we are, you know, Kree experiments, and this was their ultimate deal. They were going to do these, and when they get the the family there into these Voxes, they're going to send them out to different parts of the universe and conquer the whole deal. And, and so you have this where, turn it around, we're going to fight, get ready. The best part in my mind was, you have Black Bolt doing and his stupid freaking sign language, which I hate to say stupid because somebody's – I guess they're not listening to the podcast if they're dope. But here we no. go. I'm being <laughs> awful. 
awful. But he's doing the sign language, and Beta Ray Bill's like, yeah, I don't know in human sign language. That, that was the best. Cause, <laughs> I got a chuckle there. Yeah, that was, that was the best part. part. That was hilarious because he says – he's doing the sign language. Okay, for all, for all the dead family, for all the dead inhumans, let's have a moment of silence. And as they all get silent, Beta Ray Bill's like – yeah, well, what's going on here? I don't understand the sign language stuff. I don't and it get could, it. Yeah, it made me laugh. But even at the point where you have them go into this, you know, the Cree fortress there, they're going to the lab. Yeah, the fighting doesn't even look good. That's, and that's and, and even when, when Black Bolt, he shoots, and I don't even know what happened, and they're like, oh, no, he didn't mean to hit anybody. I that didn't was his pick plan. Up on that either. I don't no, know. No, it's like, what happened? Did he shoot the door to teleport? It, it took me a minute. He, he shot right at them. Yeah. And they so that they would away. teleport away. Because so, that's he needed yes. to run right through yes, where they, they were blocked at to go them. To the next door. So it took basically, me a, yeah. A minute and a half to the figure out. The problem I had, I though, that mm. is that the shot happens, and then a page and a half later is when they seem to teleport. So I, I was yeah. like, and then uh, yeah, they're like, I yeah. thought they were te- teleporting behind them. Yes, that's what it looked like. And it yeah. was more of Medusa kind of telling it. It just you could tell me anything happened. I'm telling you, the, the the camera, the the, the angle, yeah, the angle was angle, off. It was just weird. But I like the art in this. I, I really did. Uh, and there's not a ton to do. The, the majority like, of the time, I yeah. The and art. I'm telling you, it's, I like the art and where you could say that the art doesn't say like when the boxes all go down or whatever. I blame that more on story because that is just the story must have been okay. The room of boxes they go down. Yeah. There was, you know, if there was more to it, you would have had more. And you're panels. on a time crunch here to get it done, so you're not oh, drawing four hundred yeah. boxes. Yeah, to, and then to, at the end, know. it's just like they get together, the you know, the most important family deal, and they're like, okay, locked y'all. Let's go home and then end with like, oh, Rome wasn't built in a day, but it was burned in a day and then it gave return and then it, was it very did. Tom and, King-ish and, yeah, and that's Rome remains it, the end. It was, and, the, it was the weakest, weakest I've ever seen, uh, Black Bolt's scream depicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was expecting him to like die from it even. <laughs> oh, that's man. what I thought they were saying. I thought yeah. that's what we I were actually, to, it was too. one I of those like, I thought that's what happened. Oh. I just need to gargle with some yeah. salt water. Yeah, really. Somewhere along I have the a line sore throat here. now. It, it yeah. did throw me off because, like you said, they, they kind of set up, Downey Cates at the beginning really set it up like, listen, you only yeah. have one screen left. I thought that that meant he was going to die. Yeah. And, and no, it just, and who knows? I mean, at the end, he's there. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, what'd you give it, Brandon? I went with a, I don't know, you might have talked me down to a six here. My gut instinct was a 6.5. I, I just, the art, I wasn't such a big a fan yeah, like I you guys are. I liked a couple of the splash pages, but that was about it. And I don't know, I, I feel like the story just kind of chickened out a little bit towards the end of the uh, ball game here. Like yeah. it, it didn't go all the way like kind of a little false advertising. It like uh, fell apart. They like They killed uh, all the humans I didn't know names of yeah. and didn't care about anyway. So uh, that's fine by me. You know, next time I see him, I know every inhuman that exists. So yeah. I'm down. Yeah, that. that's and that's what I think it is. That this yeah. was like spring cleaning of the inhumans yeah. to kind of <laughs> yeah. get a, you know, get, get a better grip going forward. That aren't, that aren't in books right now. Yeah. You know, we'll yeah. keep Moon Girl and Miss Marvel around. But yeah, yeah, they're there. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and so, yeah, I'm going to go six as well. I like the art. It just, it was confusing at points, but I also think that it's part of story. And, uh, yeah, that's about all I can say. And lackluster ending, and I think that this was my least favorite issue of this whole series. Yeah, my, and I, I yeah. hate when you have that final issue as your least favorite, but what about you, Aaron? Oh, man, I really, yeah, I got a lot of issues with this. Yeah. 
so many that I've, I've already listed off and it's kind of, uh, uh, one of those cash grab, try to capitalize on the, the writer's name kind of yeah, stories. So, we're just too. like, we're just going to shuffle these guys off. Just kill them somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And totally but keep the most important ones. Don't even, I mean, we didn't even get like a skip to Malalu Bane green no, moment. No, not even that, anything. That yeah. guy. I mean, not even like I will come back for yeah. you or anything. Yeah. Or you know see I mean? like an epilogue totally... of him going away like Darth Vader at the end of Star Wars with the ship spinning around and stuff. Yeah, yeah. you got nothing. You, nothing. You, you, no, nothing. So I mean, you think we're being nice with the six? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to go. I wanted to go, go five. Yeah, go find them. Go on five. Yeah, it's I, the I can't for the art. Um, the panel to panel progression was was off in um, numerous spots. Uh, the the fight with the the voxes when all their their family was fighting them. It was no. not very detailed at all. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, a five. It it's is, the yeah. FU variety. All right. Well, we're going to have your uh, quick book of the week, which is what? Yeah. Marvel 201 issue 11, writer Chip Starsky, art by Ramon K. Perez. Uh, it, it is the touching moment that we've been wanting from the Fantastic Four kind of issue. It's Ben confronting uh, Reed Richards about why. Why'd they leave them? Why, why leave him and Johnny behind? And it, it, it is, it is in my mind, keeping the Fantastic Four book alive when it's Man. been kind of flounder, floundering through its uh, fresh start uh, outing. And everybody should be reading this book all the way through to its conclusion and buying it in trade because I, I think Chip Starsky did a really excellent job. His Reed Richards, his, uh, his babble that he has with the, the, the scientifical, scientific, 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 <laughs> the scientific <laughs> knowledge that he, uh, tries to, you know, tell Ben about was just outstanding. It really? had me just like, oh, but man, like I really want Chip Sadarsky on the Fantastic Four book Naomi. over, uh, yeah, easily. And, uh, I, I did not know I'd be saying that yeah. honestly at this point. I mean, the art has gone down. Uh, since, you know, issue one of Marvel 2 and 1 dropped, it, it, they had some really good art to begin with. And this art is, it, it is, it's nothing to, you know, shake a stick at. It, it's got great backgrounds. It's, uh, you know, imaginative. Uh, Ben, ben looks good. Um, Reed Richards, you know, he, it basically breaks down to, he wanted to spend time with his kids and without having a catastrophe happening every two seconds. And with Ben and Johnny around, that was probably guaranteed to happen. But then it happened anyway, so he feels bad about it. Then he found uh, Dr. Doom that turned out good because there's no Reed Richards in that that universe. So now he's wondering if if he if they would possibly somewhere out there be a good Doom. Yeah, and you know this one kind of. It's still ambiguous about it because he still might be a bad doom from, you know, snide remarks he had in the background. Nice. But it, it was definitely an excellent issue. I, I, I probably give it, gosh, eight maybe. Okay. Right off the top of my head. 
Yeah, I just, I, just yeah. down from the art aspect a little bit. But I uh, I read up to issue six of Marvel Two and I really liked it. But then we kind of started the podcast, and I started I stopped getting uh, you know catching up on things because we were reading all the new stuff. But I I did like it, even though I'm not a Chip Zdarsky fan, I'm not I, a big I'm, fan. I'm of not them. a huge fan either. I'm just uh, you know in small doses. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've definitely enjoyed them, and I advise you when it comes out in the app to. To, re- to burn just read, right through it. I, I think yeah. I think it would read shortly. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. I think I that's... like some of Chip Zdarsky's yeah. two in one, but yeah. he was awful on Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I think that basically, that. I think that <laughs> I read whatever was on the app at the point when we, and maybe I even downloaded some. I, I think I might have even bought some, but I think I started on the app or some, I, I forget what stopped me doing it because I was into it. I, I was reading yeah. it. I was honestly, you could probably just grab this one single issue with the amount of knowledge you already have from yeah. reading Fantastic Four and reading and just those go first with couple. It issues and just read it and just know that they're they're not quite back to earth yet they're yeah. still hopping multiverses well, what, whatever issue hopping. it was yeah. when they were just they just started going to like johnny had just come to ben and like all right let's go and he's like oh, all right and yeah. that was kind of where i mean it was very early on but i was enjoying it i was talking to eric about it. i uh, i would go in read it and then go talk to eric and uh he he seemed to be interested, but he he don't read. Sadly, sadly, this is coming, in, and I think this might be the penultimate issue. Yeah, I think, I think it's it going is. to twelve. Yep, I think uh, so. It, it's coming in, and but I, you know, I would jump on these trades yeah. before I even jump on this Fantastic Four one that's coming. Yeah, out. Well, I mean, with the delays so, with I mean, Fantastic Four and all that going on, I mean, you might as well. Yeah, I didn't even it. realize that book's still out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, every time totally it's like, oh, good. here we go. But we've only gonna... read two of them, right? They're, yeah, they're we've only had two. two. Only right. two issues. It's crazy. But we're gonna two? go on. Yeah, two. It's like three or four. Yeah, it seems. Uh, no, that's Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, really. They're both <laughs> of them. I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, the next book, though, that we're gonna go to, main book, is. The Immortal Hulk number eight, written by Al Ewing, art by Joe Bennett, uh, Paul Jose, Paul Mounts, and VCs Corey Pettit. Well, I still want answers about a lot of things in the series. This issue's Mad Scientist Horror Vibe had me liking it more than usual, and it actually had a pretty good sense of humor as well. There are a lot of cool things set up in the issue. I think I finally may be on board with what a lot of readers already love uh, in this book. I still don't love it. I- I'm not, you know, yeah, fully man. sold. But I don't know moments I like in every issue, but the overall narrative kind of drives me crazy. Here's the thing about this, this issue. I'm with you. Usually there's one thing that we usually like. Oh, I like it. I actually like a bunch of things in this issue. I, I actually, even when you start now, we got what Aaron thought. Kind of. We did get a lot, you know, a very talkative doctor. You know, this scientist really. But he I actually think that he's more of just a pompous jerk. Uh, and feed off his anger that's how he reassembled and he was able to snap out of that jar i, I, I kind of picked up on I that i just think i just think that what he says by the end is that as they did experiments like he said we're learning about you oh no you learned as well ah, but i really yeah. from from the <laughs> beginning much, hulk, hulk could have got out the whole time and yeah. he was just and he realized know, yeah and when he realized wanted them. to learn what's going on and what they're doing and things like that now why i did like the idea now i did say i i cried bs on one thing because they start off 
telling you, uh, oh, they have an adamantium, you know, scalpel. We have this, and boy, it's really tough because when we took the heart out, it was during the day, and boy, we could get it, but now we can hardly cut. Why aren't they waiting until the next day? Why, why aren't they doing all the autopsy work during the day? Then, then experiment on the stuff at night when it's already cut in half. There's no reason to wait until night to cut it in half. You just wait another 12 hours, and then you're going to be able to cut into it. They they say that they almost... Uh, daylight savings time. Nonsense. Jeff. Union they, hours. No, they say that they almost <laughs> broke a $7 million piece of equipment because it's the Hulk's heart at night. Yeah, but the government paid no. for that. Yeah, well, still. It's like those <laughs> toilet, toilet seats toilet seat. that cost yeah. all that money. Nonsense. Nonsense. I did, I did lo- like this in... This uh, opening, though, because I, I, I think I think Al Ewing writes some of the best uh, dialogue boxes or okay. not dialogue, but narration, narration boxes, boxes, yeah. boxes of anybody at Marvel. It's not when bad he, when he gets when he gets to just uh, write some prose and some narration boxes. You're in. It's always oh, so I, excellent. I'm telling you, I love the idea because you get this. They're cutting, you know, the Hulk's heart in half. They're going, they're taking it. They have it in two pieces. They're going to study it, obviously. And as they take it to the lab and get it closer and closer, it starts beating both sides. And I thought that was really cool. And then this is where we have, and I like that. I think that's really neat where it starts beating. I'm like, okay, maybe we're going to find out about why he does come to life at night and day and then, you know, all this stuff. But when you go into the lab again and you see the upset on Hulk's face, now I, I, I can ding off one thing that I liked already because I think it's hilarious where you see his head there, which we saw before a bit. But I like where you have all of his upside down. Yeah, upside down head. And then you have a foot and then you have a hand. And I think that Al Ewing does Listen, a really cut me good up job. And put me in a jar, but. And, put yeah. my head right side up. And, and where I think that Al Ewing does a really, really good job here. And again, I've not been, you know, 100% on Al Ewing's trolley here. Slipping but in a middle finger? Th- that, yeah. but also <laughs> the fact that you have a non-moving. Obviously, this is a comic. You're not having motion. And he really does a really good way of – without the dialogue and you look at the, the art, you're never going to mm-hmm. know that the Hulk is trying to talk. Where he's like, huh, what are you saying there, big guy? You don't have any air in your lungs. You don't even have lungs. You're trying to yell at me. You can't. I thought that was great because you can't get that from just the art. The yeah, way he yeah. says it, that Hulk's yelling at him there. Can't yell because he has no nothing. He's just a head. But I like that. I like that a lot. And then he gives him the finger. Now you realize that the individual body parts are all functioning on their own, separated. Yeah. So that really sets up the entire Somehow issue. connected by some sort of brain. Yeah, it seems like it's just as they're closer, they have almost like a hive mind, the parts. And where they're doing these experiments and why they're trying to figure it out is – why isn't little Hulks growing out of the hand? Yeah. Why isn't there another Hulk body growing out of the head? They're trying like to figure this out. It's like Spider-Man we run into later yeah. in Spider-Geddon and made then, up of yeah. spiders. And when he puts the, yeah, really, when he puts the <laughs> heart pieces together, it starts fusing back together. And, and the big thing is the idea of, you, you separate the Hulk and it's still alive, but it's not going to regenerate different Hulks. And I think that that's a pretty good deal because as this doctor says to Hulk, yeah, you can yell all you want or try to yell. We, we are going to make you into our weapon. I think this was, you see, a pretty good beginning of an experiment of, okay, let's see if we can make 70 Hulks by cutting them yeah. into 70 pieces. It didn't work. 
And so that makes sense why they're all in different jars and they're trying to do that. And now it's not working. But with that beating heart starting right when it got close, now they're starting to figure out things like, okay, when parts get closer together, they start functioning again and things like that. I so really you can like chop them out, chop them up and spread them around. Yeah, yeah. And but, yeah. yeah, then he could be. Yeah, yeah, and dead, yeah, dead, yeah, dead. If you put him like one piece in the far end of the universe in this, yes, you find out a way that he could be dead, but you also find out a way that he can keep living as well this way. Yeah, it doesn't solve the green door. It doesn't tell us how he's going to go to hell later. It doesn't really tell us why Bruce Banner's alive during the day. And, you know, if he dies, you know, the Hulk takes over the, the nighttime yeah, is that, my that part time. Is still, still yes. kind of. And, and it's out there, out there and it's but, uh, not explaining it, but I don't mind in this yeah, issue for some reason no, because not at all. It, it's, it's just... interesting what's going on. And I, I, yep. I'm more on board with this issue than I have been. Then you go up to Alpha Flight. And that's pretty interesting to me as well, where Carol, yep. they know that Hulk was kidnapped. They know the government has him, but he's disappeared. He's off the grid. They don't know why it's gone dark. So they have to kind of figure out a way to kind of draw him out. And they make Gamma Force have a press conference that basically says, we're going to look into this. And they, it seems that these, Freak you everyone know, out and, and it yeah. works. Because exactly what Carol says is going to happen. Listen, they're going to hear this. They're going to be on the move. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They are going to do that. Now, the whole kind of disrupts things anyway. But, uh, yeah, and they figure out there's going to be Gamma Force. And you have why uh, Langowski is still going to be in the book, even yeah. without being Sasquatch. And I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. We had him in the book. Sasquatch got ripped out of him. Oh, I guess he's done. Well, he's not because he's their Gamma expert and he knows the yep. hulk and he's doing this then you also have got this reporter you also have jackie around. the reporter who yeah. is there because hey you'll have the story he al ewing does a pretty good job of maintaining the people that are in the book even though it seemed like their role was done i don't mind i i actually thought it was a pretty good idea but then basically the big thing happens is that the guy gets mad. Hulk is laughing. And I mean, at one point, he the guy gets so mad because he's talking shade to the Hulk's upside down head mm -hmm. and the Hulk's laughing at him. And he's like, what do you <laughs> no. think so funny? We're experimenting on you, moron. We're doing this. You aren't in control. You know, we're figuring out exactly how you tick. And, you know, yeah. And then that's when he realizes and you have that moment of clarity where he's like, oh, no, you realize as well. And then that's where that hand, you see the hand like making a fist and then yeah, it's ready. It does like the Hulk clap with yeah, and one then he, hand. Yeah, he, like, yeah, snaps, he snaps his fingers. He snaps <laughs> and it breaks open yeah. and then all the pieces start coming together, wrapping around the Gross. guy. Now the big thing it is, it's disgusting. Now, I thought that he was just going to have this guy inside of him uh, mm -hmm. later, but he does. Banner even says when later when he comes out. That basically the Hulk it's has like now the killed dude a man. turns into his nipple almost yeah. towards the and, end. And <laughs> he just says, though, it's like, you know what? Things are changing now because the Hulk kind of killed somebody now. And even then when he comes out, he's like, you wanted yeah, that, science. That I don't go by I science. I of because I'm like, there's no way Hulk hasn't killed anybody ever. Yeah. Up until it's this funny point, that if, if Batman, Batman kills KG you, Beast, you get upset. But you're upset because Hulk has definitely, you know, you think he's stomped and, and smashed somebody. But there, there is two brands of thinking on that concept of one one side says that there's no possible way Hulk can go on all these rampages through and all these years and not have killed anybody. 
there is many issues that not many, but there are many writers that have uh, broached this before that Hulk has killed people. Yeah. I've I've witnessed. Uh, I've, I've read one issue. I think it was a John Byrne where Hulk jumped through uh, an airplane on his descent yeah. down to the ground, and, and definitely and, would have had to have killed some people. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, then there's the other group of people that it said that you know Hulk didn't kill anybody. No. A lot of the battles happened out of the city limits, and blah blah blah. And they have their their takeaways on yeah. it too but yeah. uh this one definitely it's is, full out uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah full out there there's no deal and it's not just going through a plane this is hulk coming out being mad and pretty much murdering somebody which you know probably Digesting ends up somebody. is this how he kind of gets sent to hell is that part of the trip down whatever we'll see uh yeah justin that's the thing as he comes out because you have langowski and jackie they're looking like okay we can't really find where he is we can't get this gamma signature we're trying and they even have a guy there who's at like the controls for alpha flight too yeah, being gamma flight now with how they're doing but he's like well before before at least we had a little bit of an idea of where to look, and it still took forever. Now he could be anywhere. We don't know. Well, we see he comes up, up through New Mexico. When he breaks out, kills this guy, he ends up there. You know, the Hulk goes up as he comes out. The daybreak goes, and he morphs, and really we see him morphing back into Banner, which is uh, it's horrendous. It's looks I like thought a, it was just the dude coming out of it. I too. That first. was what I was saying earlier. I thought it was going to be this dude like falls out and like, oh man, you know that that was what a crazy a trip. Yeah, yeah. but it, it wasn't. And <laughs> he does have his coat there though. So yep. the coat didn't get digested because that's what Banner gets into and says, oh, man, he killed somebody. He took a life. And then it's like for a moment, I thought I heard his father's voice I'm like, loser. Uh, it was like, <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like he's a cloud. I'm like, oh, keep now, doing what you're doing. Keep doing it, buddy. <laughs> get me my cigarettes. That's <laughs> that's my dad. But with that, you, you kind of have him in the clouds. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of hokey. Like, really, of all the things I really enjoyed. Uh, that ending was was very hokey, yeah, I but didn't like that ending. you see Banner's back, and we did see dad, the transformation. The part of it I could do without, really. Yeah, it, it, almost, I, I didn't really think it was that hokey, though. I, I thought it was more. He's the, uh, he's the clouds, and he, he's yeah. laughing. <laughs> well, I'm it, telling it, you, nonsense. It Kind of reminiscent of like uh, the the banner, the the Hulk television show, where Banner's just walking off into the oh, it the is him walking, yeah, again, with a, naked with a lab coat, with his dad as clouds laughing, laughing at him, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. That's what he said. No, I'm telling you. Where? Here's here's the. uh, Get me the toilet paper. Where I thought that it was hokey and really, you know, I know what you're saying, but where I say it's hokey is because. They're just trying to remind you that the dad's involved. It's yeah, so much nonsense he's up there. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I, I, to me, it's just like, hey, guys, remember, because I do think the next issue will start dealing with that even more. Uh, we're getting close to him going to hell. And obviously his dad, the green door, all of this is going to wrap up into him going to hell. So I just think that was a yeah. reminder of, hey, guys, wink, wink. Remember, remember the dad's still involved as well. But, yeah, I, I really like But isn't it. New Mexico already hell? 
It, that it is. Isn't it dry heat or is that just Arizona? Yeah. <laughs> is that dry heat in New Mexico? Nevada, right? It's yeah, yeah. I'm it's telling you, my, my, uh, my, uh, wife's aunt and uncle live in Arizona. Like, oh, it's, it's in there even with the nonsense. They moved from, from Connecticut to Arizona and like, oh my God, when they got there, it was like, you cannot imagine the hell that this is 120 degrees. I remember that my, uh, her uncle ended up telling her right away, like he went somewhere and left something on the dashboard, like say a, a cup or something. It melted. The, the whole thing just melted all over the dash. I'm like, that's all. Now they're, they're all, oh, it's the dry heat. I'm like, I, I don't care how dry 120 is. Yeah. yeah Meanwhile, there's just plastic cup stacks here's so the, high on their dashboard they yeah can't really up and, and up. i'm telling you here's the thing is with dry heat to me yes dry heat yes you don't have the humidity that makes you sweat at like 90 degrees but at 120 you're actually cooking you are being cooked and nonsense yeah. but yeah i like this issue i think that everybody has something to do which is a pretty good accomplishment in this because there are people that I thought would have nothing to do so much that they'd be out of the book, like Langowski, this Jackie, uh, you know, Carol's still there. She's doing something big, but everybody had something to do. It was very interesting to me to see the whole kind of cut apart and this whole idea that, like, like Aaron said, you actually in a roundabout backdoor way find out how he kind of can be not even just killed but subdued to the part where you just separate them enough and then yeah. you you're good to go but also then when you bring them back together he goes back together i i thought that there was a lot of a work being done in this uh in a way that still made it enjoyable the whole hulk thing in the bio made me laugh the whole time he gave the finger you know that always cracks me <laughs> up and things like that and then he ends up i mean it could end up being a very important issue he ends up killing a guy uh we actually do get to see the transformation of the hulk into banner during the daytime so we see it's not just a magical poof you end up having yeah. a really horrendous which also seems to be very painful in my mind yeah. how you're so going does, to be fun does bruce banner or poop out those bones or does the Hulk I'm I'm wondering what ends up happening with the Hulk's teeth because at one point (laughs) you see Banner's mouth but you still end up seeing the teeth of the Hulk which do they end up being bones do they end up being a spine because I don't know what happens also just the look all of the horrendous parts of that for some reason the thing that freaks me out is him still having a Hulk foot that freaks me out the most. <laughs> that is the creepiest it's spot. It's so too. weird. It, it <laughs> starts so looking creepy. like a frog foot or something. <laughs> yeah, and, all that, and then at the end, poor Banner yeah. is not hung like the Hulk. At the end, he doesn't get the best of both worlds. Hulk's, Hulk's teeth is Banner's spinal column. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, I think it ends be. up being his spine, but it looks like that would be very, very painful. And that foot is cool. horrendous, horrendous. And even just the idea of how you have, like, you have the Hulk in the middle. Like, I can go with the spine deal. Also, the hair might be a little hairy back for Banner. But also, he separated to the point where it has to kind of come to, ah, oh, that's got to be painful. Now look at so this So the Hulk's mouth. head is Banner's asshole. Yeah, that's what it seems to be. That's what <laughs> I think it is. A little hairy. Not. It's nonsense. But yeah, uh, other than, than that horrendous look that I'll never get out of my head. Uh, I like this issue. I'm giving it an 8.5. I think that it really did a lot of fun stuff. It did some stuff to get me on board. And 
I guess it also showed me that I can still enjoy the book, even though, you know, I'm going to have to get over the fact. It's issue eight. I got to get over the fact that Al Ewing is not going to tell us everything in one issue. It's obvious by now. And but I do like the way he did this. And I'm hoping that by the time he gets to hell, we're going to know everything about that and go forward. And then I can really like it because I want to like the Hulk. I want to like this book, and this issue is stepping me towards that. But yeah, eight point five. What about you, Aaron? Uh, uh, you know the the art we have not said enough about. I don't think because I, I mean yeah. this uh, this art is just so killer, and I love it. Uh, there's so much in every panel. Yeah, he had to have spent so many hours yeah. on just this issue alone. Uh, I, I like the, the treatment Al Ewing gives to Carol Danvers too. Yeah, uh, she's very uh, authoritative. Yes, she uh, is. Know, knows her knows the ins and outs of the the workings of government. The government. And, yep. And yeah, it's a, it's a, I, I want to go nine. This is really? probably my most enjoyable issue. I have had on Immortal, Immortal yeah, Hulk. It's my favorite. And yeah, I, I think yeah. I'm pretty sure I've given other issues like eight and eight. Five. Yeah, I think and I've it, given this, eight. This is definitely a nine in my mind. I'm with you. With I everything, can go as high everything as a nine. he's he's every iron he's turning in the fire and the way the way he just kills that doctor is yeah. so cool. Uh, it almost makes up for the transformation back out of the being oh, Hulk into so the batter because that, that is foot, gruesome. That foot, that foot is the yeah. worst. It's the worst. Well, yeah, you, Brandon. Yeah, I'm I'm right around. I'm just under you guys. I'm in a seven five. I I don't enjoy Hater. the art when it's not uh when it's not like so grotesque doing something so grotesque like when everyone's normal and standing around. I don't like it as much as as when action's happening. He presses or things on like the that. horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like when it gets like that, uh, and I don't enjoy it so much when it's just regular. But um, the the story's interesting. It's not my favorite Marvel book, I, I would say, but I definitely don't hate it when it comes around. Now, it's no Doctor Strange. Like, it no. drives me crazy. No, forgetting I what just happened. want more. I've always just wanted I more. Yeah, I yeah. remember this book well, and, and it's something I do read and, and I don't hate. But I don't think I'm as high as everybody yeah. else on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. People were talking about it in Slack, and Brandon's like, man, I don't get it. I, I, I get I get real it needs more I'm like six hours away from it, and I'm like, no. oh, all I hear is good things, and it never it, never it, pans it builds out. It's too high up in my mind. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I think That's with me with the art, this is an issue where you have a lot of people standing around and talking. And yet, with the the way the art is so detailed, like Aaron said, and I like it a lot, that it makes it so it didn't seem boring. And then that's the writing as well. But the the way the art was, you know, you had you legitimately have an issue where everybody's standing around. I mean, the Hulk in most of the issue is in jars, and yet he still is a good character in a jar. Because yeah. he's trying to yell, he's getting angry, finger flexing, snap, all those things. So I really did. The only thing that I didn't like was that last panel with the, the, <laughs> the dad's face and the and the things. Don't walk towards those clouds. Daddy. Walk the other go, way. Go Daddy, the other, yeah. Walk the other way. Get get out of there. But yeah, it is funny as he's heading towards the the road because yeah, you would get the you know you get the music playing from the end of the Hulk TV series going and nobody's picking him up. Nobody picks up hitchhikers. That's that's back in the past. Plus he, he's pretty much nude with, with a lab coat on. Nobody's picking him up. I, I don't know what in the Marvel universe is just aware. If you, you see a nude man walking down the road, it's just the Hulk. avoid him. It's Bruce yeah. Banner. Yeah, get yeah. away. Uh, to me, he the ride he's gonna get. 
get us in the back of a police car because he's going to get arrested at some point going out. It's not the time to be hitchhiking. Our day and age now, (laughs) hitchhiking in just a lab coat. It's not going to work. Plus, as Aaron said also, the Hulk is his butthole. So there's no (laughs) way he's going to go. But we're going to go off now, I believe – to my quick uh, pick book of the week. All right, now it's time for my quick book picks. of the week. Quick book picks. <laughs> picks, picks, picks. You would not have any idea what that is, dude. It sounds like a Nathan Peterman song. Uh, yeah, we hear pick six, pick six. <laughs> That's all you need. Now, there was a thing when I grew up that was on Channel 11, WPIX, out of New York, where you would have, you would call in. And they'd have certain times. It was during like after school, like 3.30, 4 o'clock yeah, yeah. or whatever. After and you'd call in. And what about. it would be is is that they'd have a video game that would play. And it was usually, I don't know, the Intellivision is what they usually did, the Intellivision game system. And what they'd have is either like this game that was like Asteroids or a game that was kind of like a Space Invaders. And what you would do is you'd yell picks and it would fire. So things yeah. would be going across and you picks, 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 and you try to shoot. And if you shot, if you made a certain amount of score, you would win. And I don't even know what you'd win, but I ended up trying to call one time and I did get put on, say, like a, hey, you're the third person if the other people don't make it hang on. Up. Like if they yeah. go on to hang up. The problem yeah. is, that was a pretty big long distance call. And <laughs> at the end of the month, my dad got the bill. He noticed. Huh? Oh my, he noticed. He got <laughs> so angry. He was so angry with me. And I couldn't even deny I it. Those old school phone you know, yeah. scams. <laughs> I, I couldn't even deny it because of the fact that he would always see me just sitting there playing it. And, and the thing is, when you go, there was a timing issue to it. So you'd have to go. And I'd always think if I'm going to be on it because there was a delay. Uh, you could tell where people would have. You'd have to make up for this delay. But I always just thought people pick, 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 and they never do it. And people yeah. rarely won. And that it was then like back in the original days of cell phones, the commercials. Yeah. Remember those text nine five three two one for yeah. the new background for. Oh yeah, and people would do that. I remember <laughs> yeah. my uh, my youngest son did crazy, or oldest son, but the the one who had a phone first. He ended up doing that nonsense, and then I flipped the lid. <laughs> yeah, it, it all yeah. the, the tables were turned. I do remember, though, the one time when I was probably about 16, maybe almost 17. I was a senior in high school, and my dad got a bill, the phone bill, and boy, he started screaming. I didn't know what was going on, and I... Yeah, because you forget about it by the time the phone Here's the thing. This is different. I had to dodge punches because my dad grabbed the phone bill, saw it. There was like seven, nine hundred numbers on it. It wasn't me. It was my brother. It was my oh, younger brother geez. who was calling chat sex lines. Sexy lines, he was. And, <laughs> oh, uh, you didn't even get the fun out of it. No. Then, you know? and, and the thing was, I think I was 17. That means my brother was like 13, and they wouldn't believe me that it wasn't yeah. me. And oh, it yeah. wasn't. I said, yeah. I, I said, you look at You face down on your bed all day. I said, of Dad. Of course, how they could I said, yeah, Well, I'm like, Dad, listen. <laughs> I mean, look at me. Look at how popular I am with the ladies right now. So, like, I would need a sexy line. 
right. actually he's like no no i realize how unpopular you are with the ladies and yes, why you wouldn't like, need that yeah, I, I had a friend the one time who ended up getting he liked the chat lines he liked to get on and you'd have oh, like yeah. the la- still talk about those late night on so Fox ridiculous 29. so hey guys do you like sexy ladies who yeah. like to have fun called you, the 800 oh, number the you worst. could get a taste of it before oh yeah you. yeah well well with this this guy al uh, who I played hockey with. He was on the hockey team. He ended up calling at, say, you know, 11.30 at night, drunk, passed out, and was on the phone until 6 in the morning. Yeah. And, yeah. Or at least when he woke up. And, and he got mad because he says it. He, he said, That's I how can't believe. places paid the bills he, at he night. Said, he said, I can't believe that they didn't realize that I was asleep and didn't hang up. I said, they, they realized you weren't asleep, and that's why they yeah, didn't hang up. That's like I mean, you really. hang up. The onus is yeah, on you really. there, buddy. You crazy. The the best thing, did you ever watch the show 30 Rock? Yeah, I've did seen, you ever um, seen, you know, random episodes, never the you, whole thing started. Did you finish. ever see when they showed where Liz was involved in a late night chat line that she no. was one of the models for the chat line at one point? No. I she's, remember a she's eating, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was eating pizza. And th- you have to see, you have to just look up Liz Lemon 900 chat line. It is okay. one of the funniest things ever. It's so funny. But. These are the quick picks, Back picks, on picks, track. Yep. picks, picks. Quick my picks. my quick pick is actually uh, one that came out today, and it is Deadpool number six, written by Scotty Young, art by Scott Hepburn, Ian Herring, and Jeff Eckleberry. And we had talked, uh, we dropped Deadpool. Before. It's on the no list. And one of the reasons was is because it was so inconsistent. It went back and forth. You'd have one good one. It was like the, as Eric would have said, the Star Trek movies. Uh, like, you know, the even number. I don't even know what that nonsense is. I it's know. It's that- like if you got a, a wasted Artie Lang on stage and his jokes were yeah, just yeah. terrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and when you don't get a wasted Artie Lang and his jokes are terrible. Because yeah, right. Artie, ne- Artie had, I think that Artie Lang has a very thin, uh, deal of he has to be drunk but not too drunk like, yep. you know yeah, there, he's, there's he's walking the line it's like yeah, there's a very say, limited know, I deal one beer before i golf i'm better but i hit that three yeah. beers and it's then all you're over in the big place. trouble yeah. uh and yeah it's deadpool versus kid put uh king kill puddle the laughing assassin and a pretty good issue of deadpool and this is a good issue uh deadpool's having a terrible a horrible no good very bad day and just can't seem to die, which he seems to want to die. And you see Kill Kill Puddle is trying his best to kill him since Deadpool stole his thunder and fame by basically being Deadpool. This is a guy who says that he was kind of Deadpool before Deadpool, but now Deadpool has, you know, stolen his the thunder. So yeah. he, he's there to kill him. And the problem is every time Kill Puddle is about to pull the trigger on his mutant killing gun, some big Marvel Universe disaster happens. And yeah, there are a ton of cameos from Doctor Strange. Range of Fantastic Four, and it actually makes a really, really fun issue. And I've been down on the main Deadpool book, but this kind of one-and-done zaniness is actually what I want from it. And this has me having hopes that the next issue I'll do it as a quick pick again. If we get two in a row, I might actually suggest yeah, that we have I'll it down week that we'll, we'll go. On. And there's, some of these other there's ones, not a ton to it. Out, yeah, you know? there, there's <laughs> not a ton to it. But the next book that we talk about, it's very similar because we're going to be talking about X-23 on uh, number six next. And this is kind of a similar thing where, yeah, it doesn't push any big narrative forward. It doesn't get anybody, you know, it, it's not going to wow people with its, you know, epic Marvel Universe changing story. 
but it does what a Deadpool book is supposed to do. It makes you laugh yeah. and you have some fun with it. So I actually really liked it. But that's my one quick pick book of the week and we'll go now to x23 all right and the next book is x23 number six written by mariko tamaki art by jorge duarte chris o'halloran i think and vc's Corey pettit i'm awful with names i know brandon will hate this issue though he told me actually uh, in the roundabout deal yeah he said that he didn't hate it, and I can't really convince him otherwise. However, if you love Gabby and Laura and can't get enough of their interaction together, uh, boy, I have a book for you. I loved it, but your mileage will vary depending on how much you love the characters. And this is one of those where uh, we just heard in my quick pick book of the week, like a Deadpool, uh, there are times where you have issues and series. I mean, Deadpool's a, a series, basically, that is never going to be the be-all, end-all to drive the Marvel Universe forward. It's just not that type of book. It's one of those books you're there to have fun. This book, you are going to have times where, you know, you're going to have things. Now, I do think that maybe they are stalling a little till Wolverine gets back, and maybe there'll be some tie-ins with that whole deal because of Laura and Wolverine. But uh, in the meantime... This That's funny. Issue. I thought Wolverine was stalling. Yeah, well, back. here's the thing. This is the where <laughs> you know when that picks if up. you like, yeah, if you like Gabby and Laura, you'll like. This is not going to change your idea of the Marvel universe at whole. It's not going to affect anything no. else. Like we said, we had Doctor Strange at the beginning of the podcast, and Aaron wanted to try to tie it in of being part of what we saw in the Avengers or whatever. You're not going to get that much from this that way. You're not going to go into this book and think, boy, I yeah, just read something important. I don't <laughs> think that – yeah, I don't think that in in six months we're going to think back at, hey, remember that issue when Gabby and Laura were in the high school? Yeah. It's right. not going to happen. But yeah, Right now I, I don't think it. you're going to get that from any – No, no. Uh, but uh, yeah, because you're you're stalling, you do end up with a weird – cloning tie-in by the end of this you have a very cold open where you have gabby and laura have gone to this high school the fieldbrook high school to try to find what they think is a person who is f all they have are deliveries were to the school of fsc that's doing some ex-clone black marketing and it's a very loose intro into the book again it's not blowing anybody's minds but they're there and you and the thing that I was upset by the end, I could have dealt with this for three issues. I could have dealt <laughs> with Gabby in school and have all undercover. the zaniness of that undercover. Yeah. Uh, it, it's almost like if you again, I we always go back to the DC thing. It was when when Damien went and John went to school, and then that book was canceled. You, you never got that full you know big thing of them in school and the fun that can happen because gabby is very much like a damien kind of you know character here and it really would have been fun but it, it's very quick it, it's a one-shot pretty much story yeah, it's here totally one shot yeah so y- you don't really get to really settle in with some of the stuff but it's good enough if you like that Gab- and i'm telling you gabby's in class for maybe three minutes of this whole issue she's <laughs> there yeah she's there in the beginning and skips out because she's trying to find she's she's tailing uh this guy 
uh, who they think of the, is the FSC with his, uh, the way his, uh, initials, initials are, are so, yeah. end up finding out that it's basically the Fieldbrook Science Club and this girl that Gabby pretty much hates right away. So there, there's really yeah. no she wears shock. wears all pink. Yeah. And some of the fun is, is seeing Gabby pretty much trying to really get into her role as Roberta. And that's <laughs> funny again, though. <laughs> It doesn't go on enough so that you can kind of settle in with it. It would, it, it really it's sets up. You, it confuses you a little bit. Yeah, and it really would have been cool set up to see her go through this in a couple days, a couple weeks of school and things like that. Have her end up being the cool kid or not the cool kid. Have her in gym class, you know, in dodgeball. You have a lot of opportunities, but they have to go pretty quick. And basically, I don't, it, it, and they even reference Kindergarten Cop by the end, and that's basically what this is. Because yeah, the, the, that's the, why I liked it. Yeah, and <laughs> the biggest thing, the biggest problem with Kindergarten Cop is the idea that Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to be a kindergarten teacher, and everybody lets that happen. And there's no way that should ever have been allowed. You have no idea how Gabby is allowed. Yeah, Gabby enrolling in the school, that's fine. But Laura as the gym teacher, what what are the semantics of her to be allowed? Like, yeah, they can pull strings and stuff, but it's for like, what are these kids going to say the next day? Like, what happened to that gym teacher that we had for one day? Because she doesn't seem to be a substitute. She's there. And you know, it's just the, it's kindergarten cop. It's under undercover deal. They end up finding out that it is the science club. They go to the science club where they're having a science fair. And there's a big giant robot in the middle of it. I mean, you see some of these kids, they have their dioramas, their, their cardboard things c- cut up. And then the one girl has a, a robot that's yeah. there. Killer robot in a Killer robot that also nowadays. has cloning technology because she knew that Gabby was going to come and try to get to her. It was yeah. set up. They go and then and, they, and she the doesn't have club. She does. She's the only one with keys to yeah, like, yeah, What's yeah. going on so, in this high school? So crazy. She, she, she doesn't have cloning technology per se. She sees that uh, Laura and their Laura and Gabby are there, and she's going to capture her that, for genetic material. Yeah, she yeah, says exactly. So. She she wants to use her to clone her. Well, yeah, I'm saying she must have so, some sort of cloning technology if she's going to get her for her genetic material. But yeah. you know, this girl is a little uh, above her pay grade. I'm at, almost at thinking school. like Purple Man's daughter or something. Yeah, like yeah, and she, it ends up shooting gum like things. It's just goofy. It's cute, goofy, innocent. That's all it is, basically. And then basically they stop her by throwing gum at her, and then they're like, "All right, good riddance." (laughs) The best is they do all of this, almost have a little bit of a dodgeball scene where Gabby grabs, you know, by the end grabs the goo, the gum goo, and throws it at the girl. So it's even like a little dodgeball, but I love it too. It's like, "All right, that's done. Goodbye, high school." And then, yeah, yeah. and then Laura's like, good riddance. So they leave. Yeah, they leave. <laughs> they, they end up with the girl. She's just gooed up against the wall. They just leave. And then yep. you have, if you didn't get it, you get full out deals because Gabby's thing as Roberta, she also liked to quote 90s pop culture and movies. So it's funny. She mm-hmm. even has, it's not a tumor. And Laura's like, it's enough. It's enough of this that got, a, that got a point out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it even says a kindergarten clone. And like, all right. And yeah, she's like, we don't need to have, you know, these names and stuff like that. Now, is this the setup of them? Because usually, you know, in the all-new Wolverine where you had them, they were kind of just going around and stopping cloning. We did start before even the Cuckoos. That had that little bit 
with them trying to find out. And that kind of led to this. So you may have these things where they keep going to try to find different cloning things. But this was just for fun. And, you know, you had a deal. It's a little bit. You had the cuckoo's deal done. And now this is a little cool down before you go to the next. Some people may say you didn't really need a cool down. But I, I liked it, and I like Gabby. I and needed Laura. a palate cleanser from yeah, the Yeah, and, and I'm telling yeah, you, I, I think this yeah. suffice that. It, I liked totally. it. Uh, I liked it. I'm giving it a seven five. I could go as high as an eight just because I like it so much. But I have to give it a little bit of a downswing, mainly because it really is not that important and one shot for goofs. But I do like it. I also like that they they want Gabby. To wear a New York Yankees hat, but they don't want to get sued. So it's basically a New York Yankees hat with one piece missing. The, the, <laughs> the V that would end up being the Y to connect the V part of it's gone. And, he, <laughs> and even at that one point, the girl, the bad girl's like, your hat looks stupid. <laughs> oh, well, you know, but yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, how about you, Aaron? Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Um, I, I hope that they realize that this is something this book can do. It can go yeah. dark, dark, and it can go light with these two characters in it. Cause Gabby can be a total goofball. Laura can be a goofball too. Cause yeah. their relationship is really special, but you know, they can also go real dark. Yeah. You know, both these characters can go really dark. They've murdered people. Oh yeah. They, they, they've done bad things, but they, they still, they're still heroes at heart. And, uh, yeah, I'm going eight for this. I'm uh, actually, but, I'm going to switch up to eight. And you know why? Because I am a fan of both the characters and you do get that, that relationship and you get the fun of that. So I am going to go, I'm going to bump it up to eight. Uh, how about you, uh, Brandon? I'm going in at a flat seven. Uh, Hater. this was, yeah, this is my <laughs> favorite book that they've come out yeah, of, of X23 so far though. And, and it gave me kind of a little bit of a say by the Vell type vibe, yeah. you know, uh, just high school fun going on. Um, little, little over the top, but, but not too, too much where I, I didn't enjoy what was going on. The, the pinkish tones and hues towards the end of the book were a little weird. Yeah. Uh, was that just in my copy or? No, <laughs> it no, felt I, like I, the printer was running out of ink. I, I just, I think that it was book, just because but. of how she said before how she hates people who go one color and that girl's color yeah. is pink. So they, yeah. they, yeah. they wanted to accentuate it. Much of my, my eyeballs. Other than that, um, I really did. I kind of dug the issue. It was a good, like I said, pellet cleanser after the cuckoo nonsense I didn't really enjoy. And, and it at least has me looking forward to, I don't know, maybe another one-shot or a quick story arc. Yeah, it's funny because I could go with a bunch of these. Uh, I could go with this book just being this. I know, again, some people would be like, I'm not going to read that because it's just nonsense. And I'm sure a lot of people will have read this issue and just like, yeah, a bunch of nonsense. But I like it. I like the characters. Uh, I don't know why I thought that Gabby, and not just age, but just her her look and act, I I thought it'd be more junior high, but in high school it was. I I think that she would have played off better really, in junior high yeah. the high school thing threw me off yeah like, it threw me off too younger than that to yeah me. yeah to yeah, me they, she, they seemed to age her a little bit more. yeah yeah i i actually would have liked her have been like eighth grade is where i would have thought she would have been like a middle school type deal and have more of uh some of that well, kind of goofiness I, I, i'm sitting there looking at the the first page i think it is and her feet really don't reach the floor at all yeah, she's i'm telling you she's desk. a small like damien so, like i said she does yeah. i think that the problem is though if you do have that you wouldn't have a student that'd be allowed to have a key to the science lab so they and to be able to have I think the science part kind of skewed it to well, make it the, more the, of a high school the science 
the whole science team got a key to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but even they, that, they, they didn't I don't show, know they that... Didn't, they didn't show more to the science team yeah. besides that just one girl. But I'm girl. telling you, so if maybe they're all if they seventh put, graders, like, it, yeah. you know, that would have been kind of weird. That, but, that is kind of weird. And also it, just it, the technology involved and stuff like that, I think, you that know, they in wanted the, in to these, go... In these days where they, they uh, run their curriculum off a curve, you know... That's maybe, true. They really need these smart kids. Everybody so wins. spoil them. Yes. Oh. Everybody gets a medal. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be funny they go in that that whole uh, mecca. The the it doesn't work. It's actually made of cardboard. They're just saying that they're. <laughs> you did a great job there. Cardboard bubble yeah, gum. Yeah, yeah, cardboard and gum. That's all it is. But we're gonna go now to Brandon's books, uh, quick books of the week. All right, so we got the basically spider quick section here now. Uh, yeah. I'm going to kick it off with uh, what if Peter Parker became Punisher number one and then do the, the Spider-Verse crossovers, which will lead into the last book of the night here. Uh, but this is written by Carl Potts, art by Juanin Ramirez, Rochelle Rosenberg, and VC's Travis Lanham. Uh, this is the second what if I did, and then this one isn't as enjoyable as the first I, I covered. Oh, really? Also kind of Spider-Man themed, but uh, Peter Parker relives... His greatest hits, but with a more brutal type of twist and things that actually seem to turn out better for him overall as a character. Uh, he ends up giving up his spider punisher days, uh, to live with Gwen Stacy. And that's when Frank Castle ends up stumbling upon his torn, his torn up gear for inspiration further. Um, so he picks up the punisher mantle from there. Uh, not a great what if, really, if you ask me. Twists are, um, you know, the twists aren't great. It's basically any Spider-Man story you've ever read, yeah. the greatest hits moments. Have, have who, you liked these what ifs? Have, have you the like first even, one I did. The, uh, even the, the Flash like, Thompson one had more okay. of a what if feel, but this, the, like, it's this weird. one's that's, just a weird one yeah, shot. That's what that, I, I guess it's just the ones, and I, I read the what if Thor was raised by Frost Giants and things like yeah. that, and they just, they don't seem to have did the fun. Did that one have the Watcher in it, or the Watcher, like, narrating it at all? Yeah, yeah, that it's and do you think these are as fun as the older what ifs? No, like they, I think the older what ifs were more crazy. They like were more I was zany. Little, yeah, right? I was a little disappointed by the titles when I saw the title lineup because they weren't off yeah. the wall enough. No, for me. they you know seem like saying? these. Like they seem too legit. You yeah. know what I mean? That, and, and they that don't actually throws me off. Enough. Like I remember one of my favorite what ifs is what if Hulk killed Wolverine, and yeah. it it goes there, and then it takes it like. A step see further, what where Hulk is just totally bonkers after that, yeah, and and crazy stuff happens, and and that that's what makes it fun. And I'm with you. I don't think these go go far enough. Um, and then yeah. that's really my now. Beef do you with do you think that maybe because at the same time we have the Infinity Warps going on, that that's why these what ifs aren't as crazy? Because yeah. those are and crazy. I also think that steals some of the thunder. Yeah, from that's these. what like I'm saying. Just that... lumped in, and, and they lost some of the fanfare yeah. they would have normally had if they were more kind yeah, of. Yeah, these Infinity Warps uh, end up being the. Yeah, I know it's a different kind of thing, but it's they end up being the zaniness of yeah. these combos. Now, have you I, read, I mean, have you read any of the heard. infinity warps? Have you, have you been no. reading any? I, mean, I, I read everything in infinity war up until I, I got the twist of okay. this warp thing going on. And yeah. I was like, uh, now, uh, the thing uh, is, uh, and yeah. And if anybody doesn't know, it's basically Gamora kind of doing the Thanos deal where, you know, you have the universe by combining people and things like yeah, that. It's kind of, the, yeah. Instead of <laughs> killing, they combine them. And, and the thing that gets me though, is you do these combos 
and the books and the idea of the Infinity Warps, I really like. I thought that I was yeah. really going to be excited about. The problem is you get weighed down by these origins and, and things and trying this to sit. The setup yeah. and exposition is so much that I actually got bored with them and stopped because I was yeah. going to have some of these warps as some of my quick pick Feature. things. Yeah. And I just I just didn't because I was like, eh, I don't feel like just awesome. explaining. It's it's so much explanation <laughs> to get to the zaniness is basically in the cover. The yeah. art and and the concept, but it's the, the actual, character concept, yeah, and yeah, which I, I think is cool. But yeah, I actually thought before when I was reading the Infinity Warp stuff, I'm like, boy, it's a weird thing for the what ifs to come out at the same time because the what ifs to me now, I'm talking the what ifs that I know are just the stuff that I went and that I'd always be drawn to them on the Marvel me Unlimited too. app yeah. because <laughs> I go through and like I'm going through trying to find something like I, I'm telling you, before the podcast, basically. Sunday nights, I, I would uh, edit the DC podcast all Sunday. Sunday nights were my like downtime, relax time, where read I would read stuff. the Marvel Unlimited app and just grab random stuff. And as I would scroll through and I'd look at series and things, the what-ifs always ended up being like, boy, I'm going to check that out. Yeah. And the, the funniest thing is, like you said, what if you know Hulk will re- – I had no idea what that meant because I yeah. didn't know the original stories. I still yeah, had it's, fun it's with It's almost them. fun to go back and read the original after yeah. you've read the what-if. Yeah. I love I love those. So hearing these what ifs that I told Eric, like, oh my God, this is gonna be so awesome. But then I I started like just the the ideas of them seem too serious and just not what I thought they were gonna be. They're not crazy and fun. Yeah, well go on. I'm I'm interrupting. Yeah, I had like one sentence left. I just said not great what if twists are really at play here, making for a serviceable but not memorable issue outside of a kick butt cover. Yeah, yeah. So I gave it a six. Uh, it's like a six, six point five range. Nothing yeah, offensive. Did, did I say? Did I say my score earlier when we did my uh, my Deadpool? Yeah, did I say I, I gave know, it an eight? I gave it an. Yeah. I wanted to give it an eight out of ten. I'm not sure if I gave the score. Now that you say that, I'm like, no, no, I give it All right, well, go on. Yeah, give it a little range, and then yeah. we got two spider uh, tie-ins. I'll start with Vault of Spiders because this one really doesn't mean much other than introducing kind of some more spider characters that we we got introduced to. Uh, these are new ones, obviously, but in Edge of Spider-Verse, just in much quicker formats. Yeah. Uh, story one is just Karn telling you these are different spider characters for the war, and then we get a Wild West Spider-Man, which has some awful art. Uh, and his spider power is apparently he just shoots his guns better. And sometimes they have web in them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the second one I think you really like. Uh, the Root and Toon like Spider. Manga Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. The root. <laughs> root and it's a manga. It's all done in manga style. It's black okay. and white. It's all drawn that way. And, and even the, the um, you know, the dialogue boxes and our everything are in that style. So that gets my uh, best style award. Okay. Um, the Spider Bite one was basically the unneeded Internet Hype of the Week award. Um, that was the horribly colored um, spider suit someone posted in the Slack chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, it just got, got some hype because it was, you know, a, a colored spider girl. But um, it was basically a Matrix-type story and just not very fun or cool or original at all. Um, and then Tarzan Spider-Man was my favorite of the whole oh, that bunch they did. Cool. Yeah, and that one was a lot of fun. So if if anyone does end up picking up this book, um, you know, that that skip to the last story. That's the one that's worth it, and that's nice. about it. This was basically a 5.0. Man, that stinks. Um, about half the stories were good, you read, and the, the other half was just throwaway nonsense. And then we got the, the one that was supposed to kind of mean something, but I, I guess you could basically skip this. I think the Spider-Girls one is really the most that's important the best one, yeah. Yeah. 
this is although done by Christopher Priest, just yeah. Priest in the writer credits in the, in the book, uh, interestingly enough. Artist of Paulo Sequera, Oren Jr., uh, Craig Yang, and Guru Effects on Colors with VCs Joe Sabino on Letters. Uh, this is basically Otto. And which Split- one is it? Which one is Spider this? Force? Okay, Spider one. Force. Yeah, Otto splits his team. Remember how the yeah, team split yep. in issue two? So he splits his team down to recruit some more members, uh, which is basically Kane recruiting a couple other people um, and backups willing to do whatever is necessary to make sure the inheritors never get this soul gem to resurrect their father. Their father, uh, yeah. Yeah, the story by Priest isn't bad, but it's told in his patented. Death, tr- death stroke type oh, fashion. I, I, why does he? Why does he do that <laughs> with every story? story? Yeah, is exactly what I'm saying. Which for this story isn't necessary and no. complicates and already. I don't know if that's theory. just like I know it's his signature, but yeah. the way he does it and it so it has the chapters and stuff like that. Like well, he always a does little it, bit, but okay. it, it's just done in like reverse order. Yeah. Like you get a, a basically the end of the book. Starting at to get first, tired and of it's it. Done and skips yeah. around. And I, I'm actually I, we, me and Eric were talking about Destro because yeah, Destro comes out this week at DC, so we'll be talking about it on our DC podcast this week. And I said I don't know. I, I think maybe I'm overdosed on Priest right now because yeah. it's starting to end up. I'm starting to. It's starting to get stale. And yeah. just his way of doing things and stuff. That I know stinks. when you can pick up on the pattern from uh, you yeah, open the book, you're like, oh yeah, I can tell from just the way it's because he's not such a good writer. The dialogue, but yeah, but just the, the way he yeah he puts it out. Yeah. Uh, I basically sum it up by saying decent if you're invested, but needlessly complicated. Uh-huh. 6.0. And that stinks. Uh-huh. But and that's about it. Yeah, yeah and those are your good. picks. But yeah, that leads into uh, we wanted to do those. Before we do the last book, because the last book is Spider-Geddon, which we'll go to now. All right, we have one last book, and what is it, Brandon? That is Spider-Geddon number three, written by Christos Gage, uh, our team of Carlo Barbary, Todd Nanook, Nanook. Jose yes. Marzan, David Carell, and DC's Travis Lanham. Spider-Geddon continues the trend of being very heavy expedition, exposition-wise. Uh, telling the reader of a lot of a lot of what is going on and just showing the character standing around a tad too much for my liking. Well, there are character moments I enjoy because of my spider connections and having read the previous event. It is something you only have passing interest in. Now may be the time for you to check out because the formula seems set. One more thing I will say about this is I'm team Ock because the characters on his team are cooler. I'm also tired of the underdeveloped inheritor family, so if he offs them, you won't hear any complaints from me. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm kind of checking out. Uh, this is uh, definitely yeah, at Brandon, the... Brandon, you summed that up pretty good. Yeah, this is yeah, basically at the point where... Was this one of my quick books? It might have been. I wish it was. I, I wish it, it was quick to read. Yeah, really, my whole deal with this, it took me forever to read. Uh, you even have a Transformer-type deal. Yeah, you know, I like this. A this Shogun Warrior. Spider-Man from the... Uh, like, I don't know when it was. It was the Japanese version. Yeah cartoon they used to do but it had to be connected to some the leopard yeah, yeah, thing in the they leopard just kind of I, 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 I like that a little bit because that tied into vault of spiders yeah, yeah. yeah. which I, I regretted reading but then i was but like then oh, you learned that well, yeah. Yeah, and I like that. What's the point to that story? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and even then, that yeah, they basically show up and he's in the Leopardon, uh, his big mecca, and they show up and like, hey, remember that thing we did against the and they're back. You got to come with us. All right, 
and they go and it's yeah like, a little just more end this dude with the sword you know yeah. do that move he's like yep. that's not honorable yeah that's not honorable. Do it. but then when you get and where i realize like oh i'm in trouble is you have this and you start you have like spider-man of india you have spider-man miles morales and you know you're on earth 50101 you know that sort of thing just goes right over my head you've yeah, already quit, yeah and even then you've already had superior spider-man you had the spider-man from the video game go to the leopard on so i'm okay right there you turn the page then and now they're going where all of the spiders are at least you know the one team mm-hmm. are and i am out and you know and and yeah i know spider ben and Petey, and then we talked me and brandon did that where we're like oh no and once i saw him like who it is spider getting three see you later Petey. you're I, going down and issue. so but you also have <laughs> spider ham and you have spider-man and spinneret you have all these and the problem is is as you're going they're not really expelling out all the guys because then you have to wait another page for you know to go back to the, the bad, bad guys and as so you have all these and the the, the editor's notes are flying past you like bullets and yeah you even get spider and silk and you have it like that's neat but I realize at this I'll point, out here. And well, I realized <laughs> at this I've point that I'm like, I'm done. And, and so, so I, I realized at this point that I was, uh, I should have not read any of the yeah, Edge of Spider-Man yeah. stories. Yeah, that's, I shouldn't have read any of the tie-ins. Too, but they don't, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's hard because if yeah, you are reading out. the tie-ins, a lot that's of this my is problem just boring. With yeah. yeah. This is the problem um, is I'm, and I'm kind of And that's some of it, too. Like, you know, they're they're just doing a lot of callbacks and callouts for people that have ignored the tie-ins, and they're obviously aware of that. And, and it's a little much as far as just holding the story up progression-wise. We, we get some highlights as far as what the good team, quote-unquote, is doing, the team yeah. run by Miles. Yeah. And then we get what the team run by Ock is I'm doing. I'm Team Ock. And they just go off and do it. Yeah, I yeah, am, I'm too. Team Ock. I mean, this is the the coolest team there can be. There's yeah. there's uh, Superior Spider Man. You got Ben Riley. You got Spider Punk. Web Slinger. I could do without the, that. You don't Octo like Web Slinger. He's no. Ponderosa Parker. You know, yeah, that, you don't like rooting, tooting, Ponderosa. Yeehaw! I'm gonna go sling me up some spiders. I I actually like. You the... know what his spider power is? He shoots better. That's yeah, what that's what it is. But I mean, really, webs out of one gun. You, you have you have the idea. Uh, that the thing is that once you have a team that has Spiders Man, y- you win in my mind because yeah. that is Eric Shea's. That's Eric. That's Eric Shea's biggest nightmare, a- yes. and it makes me laugh. Spider Man made out of spiders, and I just like him because what just happens wants to eats everybody. What, yeah, and that's the thing. What, what happens at the beginning kind of throws me into the mode it throws me into the mode of why i don't mind him why when you said when double aaron said that you don't need like he's over spider saturated kind of deal is you even have it where they go and you have the back and forth between three separate spider-men you know with great responsibility yeah i know and i'm like okay you all are, are generic versions of each other once you have yeah. Spiders Man, which is wrong turn, but also is just sitting there like, hey, you know what? That little kid, he's Can like I veal. He, he'd be really good to eat. Not that I would do that. I'm like, you know what? I now you you have a personality now, and yeah. I, I'm I'm he's going fun. with it. He yeah, steals I don't the show need rooting, tooting, you, you know, Yahoo, Spider Man. Like yeah. I'm gonna shoot my guns. Like yeah, you have a cool look. They all have cool looks in my mind. 
but they're all just Spider-Man, and they end up kind of just being... Now, yeah, you have the bad guys, the good guys, but even the bad guys... Nah, and I'm saying bad. You have Team Ock yeah. and Team Miles. The team Miles, that kill the inheritors, and, and the that's team that the thing, wants another though, solution. The Team Ock, who wants to kill people, I don't even look at them. You don't look at them as bad, because no. the inheritors are awful, but also Spider-Punk just seems like... Eh, I'll go with you guys. Like, I don't even get the idea that they're necessarily bloodthirsty or whatever. They're just on the team that thinks that that's the better way to do it. And they don't want to be involved in this anymore. You know, right. a lot of these have like, we already did this and now they're back. It's, screw this. Let's go. Let's go plan Permanent B. Solution. Yeah, let's right. go. We heard this plan before and didn't go with it. Let's try that one now. So I, I don't think anybody's bad or good or whatever. It's just they have different. And, and that's the thing. I'm not so tied into say a spider's man that i think that he would never kill uh, no. you know or or spider-man norman osborne with you know all the arms and things you know yeah and by the end of the issue basically we it all leads to the fight where both groups that go about things different ways ends up meeting the inheritors in the same place anyway and the quote-unquote bad group we've been referring to basically saves the good groups but uh they get them out of there uh, it results in a big fight going on just down on the streets. Um, yeah. You know, you got Le- Leopold or whatever his name is. Yeah. That- yeah, he, he ends up saving pretty much everyone's bacon. And by the end of the issue, the cliffhanger here is it's a little anticlimactic, if you ask me. And it takes the focus off the main attention, uh, which is the inheritors, which is kind of the um, what's his name? Norman Osborn. Yeah. Spider yeah. The, and, the, and the multiple arm spider. Kind man of looking and... like they're up to no good. Um, and I kind of, I think this cliffhanger also happened in spider verse a little bit okay. and it ended up being a whole lot of nothing. So I think this is kind of just a, a throwaway cliffhanger. No, we, we and, and to me, to me, I but... think it will be addressed. The thing is though, that the way this is spiders, man, he seems a little taken aback by it, so I think that he's kind of going to sell him out. But, out yeah. but with it, it, it to me, it's almost as if Christos Gage is like, you know what? This is the same. You, you have the inheritors again. You basically have it spelled out through all this where, hey, guess what? The inheritors are back again. They're back again. Oh, my. Let's go fight them no, again. Saying that it's a little too, too much, much of the same. So you do, I think, need something else to make it interesting. But is that interesting that they're like, hey, let's just ki-. the weird thing about it is the the plan is, hey, you know, let's save the rest of the multiverse. We'll we'll have them pinned down here on on this earth, the six one six. We'll make them stay here. And then, then Spider's Man's says, uh, but that'll kill everyone here. But I, I don't get that either because I I think eventually they they can kill them. That's what listen. That's there's what some Norma smart wants to do. Around on this earth. That's what I'm saying. And, and way up, that, you know, know if <laughs> yeah. if if Norman Osborn, Superior Spider-Man, has his way. They're never going to leave this Earth alive. They're going to kill them. So that just goes right in his plan anyway. I think that what this is, I do think that it's going to play out. I do think this Norman Osborn's going to do this so that you just don't have people jumping around the different Earths. You don't have yeah, them jumping yeah. around, and this will They're contain clo- closing off the it'll doors. It'll contain to... the battle in this one thing, well, so yeah, that the ha- book and can Karn's focus. Been killed. Who's the one that kind of links yes. it all? So yeah. yeah. So that, I, I think that that's all it's going to trap whatever spider-man they want to yes. continue using on our earth on our earth. yeah and on our earth so that they yeah, just don't is... go off you know if things yeah. go so, wrong they just they need leave. to send them off there's enough I mean, spider-man the whole, on the this whole, earth 
the whole idea of these kind of stories is, oh, we had a couple characters that hit the the Spider Gwens and all that jazz, the the Spider Man noir. You know, we had a couple characters that people found interesting, <laughs> and yeah, he's dead now. But we we want see to see if a couple characters hit again, and then we'll trap those characters on this yeah. Earth yep. and continue using them on. Yeah, uh, Spider Gwen on her own. I don't think they're gonna bring any more Spider characters. Well, to this it, at least it, it, though it gets it's a possibility. I just think that also where you now, like we said, we didn't see uh, little Petey die. Maybe it's one of those where Uncle Ben there, he goes off and gets trapped away. And I just think it's one of those where you have a little bit too much open battlefield where people can bail. And now this will also be where you could have like, say, a Spider's Man. Uh, It's going on or (laughs) Spider-Ham. At some point, things are starting to get bad. They could just, you know, maybe they would bail or or also the idea of how people can get shoved off, uh, you know, like that, like you like Aaron saying and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like a spider. Gwen, you don't have that in play anymore. So people can't be like, ah, they're just going to get shoved here. They're there. They're forced to now really battle it out. I, I just think it, it it kind of puts it in more focus in my mind. Yeah. And I think Brandon put a, pointed out something really good with his blurb too that uh, these inheritors are pretty much just like a kind of a cardboard cutout bad are, guy at this are. point yeah. too. They're, they have, I mean, we haven't read the previous uh, Spider Geddon or whatever Spider Verse or whatever that this was spinning out of before the storyline. So we have none of their. Well, back I don't. History. I know that, but that... I mean, it seems like we've already gotten. Everything that developed from their back history, and they still seem yeah, they're like they're deep pretty here. much yeah, like Brandon. A, Brandon a knows what's going on. And, yeah, and Brandon hates them. I mean, right yeah, there, yeah. So yeah, they're not they, very fun. That's yeah. why they would tack on this ended. Uh, so you have something try more to interesting. Escalate it off yeah. because they realize there's not really that's what I'm saying. That interesting yep. right now. It's not interesting, evil. and it's more of the same. I mean, yeah. if anybody's going to complain, and Brandon has. Believe me, he's a hater. Listen to him. He, he's, he's a big hater. But he said the, the problem he has with this, one of the biggest problems, and if I'm wrong, you can correct me, hater, uh, is that it's just too much like the last time. Yeah, it's it basically yeah, like, like, here they are again. You're getting a lot of the same characters again. Up, we fight. And that, like, even the thing, yeah, yeah, and and go, and even like the the big new spider thing in this are the the couple new ones they added, including the game Spider Man. They're not that interesting. No, (laughs) you know what I mean. Feature them, yeah. They don't really feature them. They get a couple lines here or there. So this is going to be one of those trade paperbacks that you get like your cousin that doesn't have any comic books and no way to get comic books. Like, here's your overindulgent. Uh, you're gonna have fun. The Spider-Man, and, you know. And, and, and later really, on, if they if they have a couple of characters that are their favorites, you can go buy those cheap back issue one shots yeah, for yeah. him and, of that and, specific character. And especially but, if it's a kid, like like you're saying, if you're gonna get this, yeah. and you're like, yeah, you know what? There's a lot of different spiders. Like if a little kid, little Eric Shea reads this, 
He's going to mm. just be enamored on that, that one page with all the different Spider-Men. He's just yeah. got, you know, a little kid's just going to sit there and look yeah. at Spider's man and yeah. think how disgusting that is and look yeah. at Web Slinger. And then like on his 13th and, read, he's yeah. going to be like, you know, I like this Spider-Man yeah, the most yeah, yeah. because he's the coolest. You have a lot of characters, yeah. But mm. with us doing this and it just, it's too much for me. It does yeah. seem very overindulgent at this point, and it's just not doing much. Uh, you know, you have a lot of people, and especially, like you said, I do think you need something else besides the inheritors, because in this issue, the inheritors at one point, for the most of the issue, are standing around with their arms crossed. I mean, legitimately, they're standing there with their arms crossed, and then like, let's get moving, and then they just attack. And then they're, they're kind of destroyed a little with sword vigor and things kind of break down. And, and then, then the Spider-Man yeah. hide in the robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all you got. And so yeah. not a lot happens. So what, what would you give it, Brent? I'm going to 6.5. It's just a little too much talking and a whole lot of uh, stuff I've already read until we get to basically the last half of the issue, which is some new things and then a, a kind of a twist ending. Uh, yeah. That I wasn't a huge fan of, although I do like Spider Spiders Man. He, yeah, he's probably the the guy that steals the show for me. I'm with you. It's funny because when <laughs> I first read Spiders Man, it did freak me out a little. But then as it went on, he had and, and here's where my issue is with this. And we kind of said this, so I won't go too far. But they they don't focus on these new Spider Men, but even some of the neater ones like Spider Punk. It, it, that's a very interesting he's character about, yeah. and he's Voltron yeah yeah they're just like there yeah they're just there and, and yet you, you're focusing a bit too much on say the video game spider-man i don't care it's, about it's super he's lazy generic. to do spider-man india yeah 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 what's he the, the, the spider-man of dance yeah there he is <laughs> he's like the smartest actually he's the smartest of all he's of them. the smartest yeah. well with this what i needed <laughs> more of what, where i needed more <laughs> of this is where you do have when the team arc jumps into play and and attacks where you have the spiders man you know his arms you know, separate into Red those out, individual yeah. spiders Spiders. that go and attack. Yeah. You have yeehaw on the show. Why isn't that a full page? I, I, I need to see more. Like, that's the sort of thing that this issue, I think, would have played out well. Because at the beginning, you get them all. You get the lineups. You kind of, like like Aaron said, you're like, I like that guy. And I like that guy. And I like that guy. And then when they actually do get to see the powers, like you said, at one point, you do see barely that both guns of the yeehaw root and toot and shoot webs out of his out of his thing you can see him like multiple webs it shoots and yeah, uh, and, and, and in the tie-in issue i could have swore one was shooting yeah, bullets yeah. and one was shooting I, webs but i want why isn't uh, that bigger why aren't we seeing a bigger like it's such a cramped deal because at this point they want to show everybody Focus on the cool ones. Get some cool shots. Get each team to have one big spread and and see their attacks and some cool things because this issue is, to me, relying a lot on that cool factor that you never really get. You, you don't yeah. get a lot of, like, you know, Brandon said where Scarlet Spider shows up. You know, you have, uh, the, you know, Ben Riley shows up and, and that's really, to me, like, kind of pushed aside really quickly and yeah. stuff like I that. I liked his, like, three lines he got. They were yeah. fun. They were kind of interesting. But like, there's not enough. better written character I've, I've seen Ben Riley no. in a long time. But, no. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, so, there are little things I enjoyed from it, but just not as a whole. Yeah. It's just not gripping enough. I'm giving know? it a six. Uh, I do like the art. I like seeing all the different guys. Uh, but again, usually when I when I say my score, obviously people have been listening. I say, hey, I give it a six, but I could go up to a six. No, no, I could go down to almost a five if if I really if we talked enough, I probably would because. And I'm just not invested in it. Uh, but by the end, I understood what was going on. It just yeah. took a long time to get there. And it was a tough one. I sat here reading this. And this was the issue that I had the hardest time reading this whole week. That I was just like, boy, I, this is never ending. And then yeah. by the end, I'm like, boy, Dr. not Dr. a lot Sh- happened. Dr. Sh- Sh- like this I to me. Relate. Now, I'll tell you, you go by that factor – X-23, I think I was done in three minutes, and I had a smile on my face. I was happy. Even Hulk. Hulk I went through very quick, but this one took a while. It it really did. So I'm going to go six. I could, And that's a negative type six. But Aaron, what about you? (laughs) Negative six. Well, it's a I could go down. It's a gym six? It's a gym six. I can go go down. I'm not going to go up from that. Uh, But how about you, Aaron? Yeah, I'm floating between a six and six five right now. You know, I, I, I really do like the, the, uh, Gundam Spider Man. Yeah, that's great. Cool. cool. I hated him. Uh, <laughs> I just like the idea of if, if it would be like a, just a spinoff title, just that Gundam Spider Man and just go with it. The art know? in his story was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No. I could, I could definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, but, and I really like the addition of that that spider, mini spider, whatever the heck he is. Spider's man. Yeah. I like uh, him. It's so such a I, weird character him. to like, and I like him. <laughs> I really do like him, so too. So weird. <laughs> but he had, but, he, had, he, had, he had personality. Yeah. Even if it is just like, boy, I'd like to eat that guy. And I, have hey, no we eat that guy? I have no connection with the inheritors other no. than their, their spider vampires. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they like to eat bugs. Yeah, they they <laughs> eat, they feed off the spider totems, and even that you got away from that here. I don't remember Spider Ham being this much of a douche. Yeah, and a he's, dick. he yeah. seemed That's annoying. How he always is. No, he's always yeah. like. That. Well, I, I I just I thought I remember him being remember him fondly from like the late '80s, early wow. '90s, but. Guess not. I guess I yeah. don't like Spider Ham. Yeah, yeah, you're out. Like a so. step above extra sarcastic, extra just like nothing serious. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go a six because this is a back to back uh Spider Get an issue where it's just so much being just shoveled down my throat. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, in in trade paperback form, this could be good for someone that is into Spider-Man but doesn't have a lot of Spider-Man comics and doesn't have an opportunity to get a lot of Spider-Man comics because they they can read these and they they could be filled up for Spider-Man on a good year, yeah. you know, for yeah. a good year. So it's it's a six. It's not poorly written. The art isn't isn't bad at all. Uh, no, but but it's just it's too much. No, for I, me. I agree. It's I'm just not you. my bag. Yeah, I'm with you. So yeah, that that is it. That's the podcast. Uh, my book of the week. I'll start as Immortal Hulk. So Immortal Hulk is my book of the week. I hope I continue liking that as much. Uh, what is yours, Aaron? Yeah, same here. Same. Immortal Hulk. How about you, really Brandon? Good. 
Yeah, I think our Immortal Hulk edged out yeah. uh, Wolverine. Yeah, I think or it X-23. Did. X-23. And I, I really liked X-23 as well, but Immortal Hulk scene, you know, it's which a little it, more Which important. it should, because that, that... Yeah, it's art, a little more important. He put a lot in that art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Brandon didn't think so. He's a hater. <laughs> he said he didn't like it. I, I, I heard him. I think it's gross. I just it's his book of the week, though, you know? He, I don't think he even said that. He just I, has I think higher he said, taste yes, qualities. I actually you, think he just you know? said that he... You just missed it, Aaron. He just said he hated every book this week, and he's not going to give a book of the week. I, I don't know if you heard I, that. I, I still got to read DC, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah you're not going to get much of that this week, either. <laughs> I didn't think me. so. I got he, two sitting yeah, in my pile Yeah, I'm telling you, if we want to go through... Of everything I've read so far, and I haven't read everything yet either for the other podcast, but Immortal Hulk is the favorite of what I've read so far yeah. of either company. So, uh, and X23 beats out every other book that I've read from either <laughs> company as well. So, uh, I still have a couple yeah. though, and well, a so couple I have of that nothing word. to look forward to. You're no, no, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to the I'll Iron go read Fist. Old Lady Harley. Yeah, yeah. the Iron Fist digital only. Okay, uh, there you go. Issue two. Well, that's, I think that, I think that next week for my, uh, QuickBooks, I think I am also going to be talking about, uh, what's it called? Uh, the X-Men Black, uh, What's it called? Emma Frost. That I did not read yet, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I didn't I, read that yeah. yet either. And I think uh, I'm gonna I, I read. Fl- uh, I just I flipped all the way to the back and just kind of. Yeah. Actually, no, I did read that. It's just not rememberable yeah, at all. Yeah, so oh, great. <laughs> I also probably uh, I also was thinking of maybe doing Marvel Knights 20th number one next week as well, but we'll and, see. Yeah. And even that apocalypse uh, backup story isn't that yeah, great. Yeah, I'm kind of out of that. I, I will uh, hunt a couple down to do, but I. I I don't know. Um, there's no Spider Geddon crossovers, thank God, to do this week. So I don't know what I'll have. Maybe just one. Yeah, that's not, true. Yeah. We've almost covered everything. I mean, and, I don't and, you, and you stopped. To... And you stopped reading Infinity Wars, didn't you? Yeah, it's. I mean, I only got to catch up on two because as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I saw that. I actually was going to catch up I on really that. Really enjoyed maybe the first well. two issues of that. Yeah, I haven't read any of them. So well, now you just it, said it's safe. It's safe, Colin Bunn reading. Yeah. I mean, there's well, nothing issue... so far that's just been. The group cast of characters have gotten together yeah. and they've done a little bit well, of stuff. Well, I'm, I'm pegging you down for next week. You're going to be doing issue three for your quick book then because I... I'll do Shatterstar. How about that? All right. There uh, I was kind of thinking about Champions also. So. Yeah. So there we go. Well, we'll have a bunch. I, I'm, I'm trying to look at the other things that I would grab. And I don't think there's anything I, unless, uh, no. Aaron, you want to grab Iceman. If no. you want to do that, you can... <laughs> I, I saw his hand up on the video. Yeah, I, I, he did. What he about Shatterstar that. 2? No, that's what Brandon's going <laughs> to yeah, do. Okay, yeah, so, okay. I, so I guess I'm stuck with Typhoid Fever, X-Men number one. I look at, I'm looking at some of these number scores. Number ones are for Jim. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at that score. There's three reviews and the aggregate scores a 4-8. And then I looked at the Star Wars Han Solo Imperial Cadet number one, which actually when I saw them, I'm like, huh. You know what? Yeah, three reviews and the aggregate score I think is what a two. What about Marvel Knights? Yeah, well, that's what I think I'll probably do. Okay. I'll, I'll probably do Marvel Knights. So there you go. And and really, I don't even know what books we have next week. So we'll see yep. how many we have in the regular rotation. But that's it. That's the end of the podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Again, like I said at the beginning, you can go to Twitter and check us out at WS Marvel Comics. And if you want to talk to us, you can talk to us there. Uh, I'm more 
you know, I, I haven't had a lot of time to be online this week. We just had our 200th episode of. Yeah, I've been thing keeping and, an eye on it. It's been uh, pretty inactive otherwise. Yeah, and I'll tell you, uh, one Eric Shea was not doing a lot of editing and things for the 200th episode <laughs> of the DC. So I was pretty no. well. Yeah, I was pretty busy, uh, doing that, you know, so there we go. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Later.